All right, good morning. Hearing test, raise your right hand. Well, thanks for joining us at the firehouse today. My name's Brad, I'm one of the pastors here, and we're excited just to celebrate Mother's Day and to have all of you with us. We kept the kids in just because to start things, we'd like to give you a little gift to each of our moms. I'll set it up a little bit. We have a book for our moms this morning. This came recommended from a pastor friend of ours out in Kansas, and it's a book called Inspired Evidence. It's just kind of a daily devotional book, and I've thumbed through it a little. It looks like every day it just has a verse, and then how it plays out in nature that God has brought these things to be. And we just hope to be encouraging to your faith, moms, just an encouraging read to go through. just really talks about how um, science and our faith don't have to be separate, but that nature really shows it. So we thought it could be an encouragement. I don't know how much it has to do with Mother's Day, but, well, hopefully it's a blessing. So what we're going to do, if I could ask all of the moms in the room to stand up, even if you don't have your kids with you, your mom, stand up. Now, if you have any kids in the room that are old enough to come up and grab a book, I want to invite them up at this time. If not, your husband. If no one is here, maybe someone next to you could fill in. Right in that box there, buddy. All right. Let's give a quick round of applause for a mom. Thank you. Okay, now as we normally do, we are going to release the children onto Sunday school. So take that time and we'll get back together in a couple minutes. Well, come on in and grab a seat. Thanks again for joining us on Mother's Day. We're excited to have you guys. It's just a beautiful spring day. Good to be together. Good morning. All right, well, we hope all you moms appreciate that book. Just a small gesture, but hopefully it encourages you and it's enjoyable. As I look back at the month, my family's had a long few weeks of May here. We thought it was the end of cold and flu season as it warmed up in April, and then we had two rounds kind of pass through the family the last couple weeks. Sure feels like a long time since we've been on our feet. Sarah had to double-check her calendar because two weeks of sickness felt like at least a month of time, but it wasn't. It's just two weeks. It seems like we're on the mend, though, kind of back in action. Our whole family's at church at once. That hasn't happened in a while, so that's fun. But we're excited to be here. I hope God blesses the day for each of you and your families as you, you get together and celebrate. You know, this morning I just want to hit on two things quickly. Just how we can bless the moms in our life. And I want to encourage the moms just to keep up the good work, and we'll be on our way. So let's pray, and, and we'll jump in. God, we do thank you for this morning. We thank you for every mom. God, we thank you for the work they do. We thank you for the moms that imparted to each of us, and the moms that invested in us. We thank you for the ones in our homes. Thank you for all the moms in the firehouse that are laboring with their kids. And we just pray that this morning would be an encouragement to them. God, you really bless each of them in their work. You bless them right where they're at. You give them grace, the grace that they need. And we pray you just redeem our short time we have here together. In Jesus' name, amen.
All right, well, last Mother's Day, for our family, Sarah was already past due with our first baby on the way. So this is the first Mother's Day we've had a child at home. So as parents, we've had fun in the last year. We've spent time in the hospital. We've spent time at home. We've laughed. We've cried. We've had fun. We're enjoying being parents. It's a good phase of life. We're having fun with it here. You know, and I do have an observation as we get started. Dads, you might have noticed this, but things just run a little bit differently when mom isn't home and you're alone with the kids. Has anyone seen that? I thought through my last year, I thought through a few things that happened when I was on my own that I call the top six things that go wrong when dad is home on their own with the kids. And then these are all from me. Take it. Number six, kids are crawling around in diapers for large portions of the day. It just happens. Number five, we consider putting on a plain white t-shirt over the diaper, getting dressed. <laughs> Number four, there always seems to be inexplicable bleeding at least once in the day. <laughs> Number three, no, I did not know how she got that bruise. Number two, no, really, honey, she had butted me. <laughs> Well, and the number one thing that goes wrong, and for the record, this was not me. We have a short video clip. That's all I can say. We just separated the room into those that know Mission Impossible and those that don't. But that right there is why God created mothers to make sure that all the dads don't go home and make a similar video to that one. To reel it back in a little bit, this morning I just want to encourage you moms uh, just to spend your life on what's important. Over the last two weeks in our home, like I mentioned, there's been a long, a long nights and early mornings with sick kids. Baby Phoebe just started sleeping until a normal time in the morning again after two weeks of just kind of being up at all hours. And I remember at one point in the middle of the week this week, my wife was sick on the couch. Probably had been sick a few times related to being up all night and taking care of sick kids. And we were talking in the midst of a busy week with a sick family but I wasn't going to have a lot of time to, to prepare for Sunday, what we were going to do. And she said in a quiet voice, she said, you know, I've been thinking about, you don't have a lot of time to prepare, so I thought about a good verse you could share Sunday. She said, 2 Corinthians 12:15, I will most gladly spend and be spent for your souls. Spend and be spent for your souls. She said, that's what motherhood's all about. And I was struck in the midst of trading sickness and losing sleep in the week, her heart was so glad to serve her baby and be spent for our family. To me, that was just a little picture that encapsulated motherhood. You know, motherhood simply a woman spending her life on her kids and her family that she could be otherwise spending on herself. And there's a lot of things that will compete for your attention in your life, Mom. A career, fitness, education, 
hobbies, travel, houses, and clothing, just to name a few. And many of those things the world will use as a barometer on your life to try to measure how you're doing. People will try to reduce you to those things and compare you, try to measure your success versus theirs, your worth versus theirs. Encourage you, don't fall for it. God has given you a much more important and noble task with your kids than any of those things. The most important task you have is to teach love and impart to those kids in your home. And another note, between Sarah and I, we've lost three grandparents and an uncle in the last decade. So we've spent some time on the road visiting them in the latter parts of their life and cleaning out their apartments and houses and nursing home rooms after they passed. Something became really apparent to me as we looked through their things and and saw their lives there. In the latter parts of their life, what was really important to them was their kids and their grandkids. Every one of those rooms had pictures of kids, pictures of wedding days and graduation days, great sports portraits with the football pads or the, the baseball bat over one shoulder or a kid in their swimsuit. But you know what I didn't see? I didn't see any college degrees hung on the wall in the nursing home. I must have missed the pictures of their offices from their careers because I didn't see any of those when they were still working. I missed seeing the list of their professional references. I didn't find a single textbook from when they were taught how to do their career in school as they started out. What I saw was lots of pictures of children. I remember as we were meeting some of their friends in one of the nursing homes, one of their friends was wearing a, a sweatshirt that said, go ahead, ask me about my grandkids. And they beamed about them. You could tell. As they looked back on their life, that's what was important. The legacy that they left with their kids and their family. Mom, your kids are the most important possession that God has put in your care. You will spend the most time with them than anyone else. It's not their teacher, their coach, their pastor, or a teen mentor that's going to mold them. It's you. For better or worse, God's placed these children in your care. And we often talk about at the firehouse that one of our goals is to reach the world with the gospel starting here. And we talk about plans of reaching the neighborhood and our workplaces and reaching the world. And sometimes we forget to mention that the place where we have the most influence and opportunity is right in our homes. Mom, the place you have the most influence, the best chance to win with the gospel, and the best opportunity to train disciples is the kids right in your home. The verse I think about, I think we have it up here, is 1 Thessalonians 2, 7 and 8. Paul was speaking to the church, saying that he was like a mother to that church. But I think it's also a good verse that applies to what we impart to our kids. It says, But we prove to be gentle among you, as a nursing mother tends to care for her children. Having so fond an affection for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you had become very dear to us. And that captures what we're trying to pass on to our kids as parents, the gospel and their lives. We speak truth and want to impart the scriptures to them, and we also lay down our lives Model out discipleship and try to pass on a way of life to them as disciples. And that's what we're fighting for as parents. Billy Graham said, Only God himself fully appreciates the influence of a Christian mother in the molding of character in her children. So mom, you do have a great opportunity to influence and mold those kids.
Now for the rest of us that aren't moms, I have a little encouragement for you too. To bless the mom and your family today. We have a few verses from Proverbs 31, the next verse there to put up on the screen. The last four verses say, Her children rise up and bless her, her husband also. And he praises her, saying, Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands, and let her works praise her in the gates. My encouragement for those of you that have a mom in your household or that raised you is to rise up and bless her, like this verse says. At least today, take the time to bless the mom and your family for all the work that she's doing. Or if you're grown and it's an older mom, all the work that she did when you were little. Now, the last part of this chapter says to let her works praise her in the gates. And when this was, the phrase is kind of outdated, but when this was written, mom would have generally been at home with the kids and dad would go out in the city doing business. So that instruction was really when he was out on business at the city gates, away from home, he should publicly praise his wife. You know, what a contrast from what we usually hear in public when people speak of their wife, isn't it? I don't know about you, I just think of a, a few phrases ten, men tend to use to describe their wife. I hear it all the time at work, and a lot of times it's not very flattering. Maybe you've heard some of these. I hear men refer to their wife as the ball and chain. Have you heard that one? The old lady. If they're really in a, a special mood that day, they might say that old bag. I've heard it. <laughs> Instead of saying, my wife, or refer to their wife by name, many men seem to refer to their wife as the wife. Like it's a third person that God has placed there, or someone's placed there, and they don't know why she's there, but they're there, and she's guarding them and keeping that guy in his house when he wants to be out doing something else on Saturday. You know, I've heard such negative pictures painted of people's wives at work. I don't really even want to meet those gals from what I hear. They don't exactly sound like the cream of the crop. But man, I, I challenge you to speak well of your wife in public. Look for opportunities to let her works be praised, like that verse said. To praise her outstanding character. To praise the great job she does raising your kids. Don't get sucked into how your coworkers speak of your wife, if it's some of those phrases like I said, like I said above. You'll really shine for Christ and be a witness if you speak well of her and obey that verse, like we're told to in Proverbs. So I want to take a minute just to, to praise Sarah for the great job she's doing as a mom. So here are quick ways that she's a blessing to our family as a mom as I look over the last year. Number one, she received a promotion from nurse practitioner to a full-time mom and transitioned seamlessly. Number two, she daily rises early to have a quiet time before our daughter is awake. Number three, she humors me and watches John Wayne movies, when it's probably not her interest. <laughs> She's always a step ahead in identifying areas to train our daughter. She keeps our family well-fed and usually with excellent deals with coupons. She works hard, serves tirelessly, and does so cheerfully. I could go on, but I did just want to take this opportunity to praise her publicly for a few things. And I encourage you all today to take that opportunity to praise and thank the moms in your life for what they're doing. And speak well of, of your wife, of, of your mother, when you're at your gates, 
in your, your workplace. And we just finished the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University class going on in the firehouse. How many of you did that? A few of you. You all graduated. Good job. I trust. You know, there's a lot of encouragement to get our finances in order from that class. And a lot of things we had to kind of get in order and change. We maybe thought we had more in order than we did, but there was lots of good things just to take God's scripture and put it to practice in our life as it relates to our money. You know, one of the weeks he did dealt a lot with insurance, which doesn't sound like a very exciting topic, but he spoke specifically the need to get life insurance on a stay-at-home mom, which is something I'd never really thought about. But it sounds like you wouldn't need it. She doesn't have an income now, so if she passed, she wouldn't have an income. Life kind of goes on. But he explained, you know, in the events that you lost your mom, you would need to go out and hire a few people to help around the house to do all that she does. You're going to need a cook. You're going to need someone to clean, provide child care, to get the shopping done, to get clothes for the family. And you're going to need people to come in and do all those things. And the only person he could think of that could do all those things in one package person was Mary Poppins. And as he described it, Mary Poppins ain't cheap. So get some life insurance on her because if she goes, you're going to need to hire Mary Poppins. So needless to say, we, we went with that and got some life insurance on Sarah. So in case anything happens, we're going to be interviewing for Mary Poppins. But my is that with all of our moms. I think of Proverbs 31.10. It says, A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Amen. Our moms have a worth that's far above jewels. And may we speak of them that way as well in the gates. As we wrap up, we're going to watch one more video clip. Grace sent this to Sarah this week and it was an encouragement to her, so I decided to show it here on Sunday. Moms, it's a good reminder of how important the work is that you're doing and just a little nudging to keep up the good work. You're in the midst of an important battle for your kids. I think this just may remind you of a few of those things.
but we will get up again tomorrow and we will load the clothes and the words that need to be said again and again and again. And when the world tries to claw at them, to break them, to smash the beauty in them, may our walls hold true. May the lessons we've told, the truths we've lived, the life we've spoken into them come back easily, predictably, with wash and repeat ease. Kingdom business. Jesus' work. This shaping of souls. This raising tiny humans. There are those that say this is ordinary. Don't buy it for a second. Mighty. You are mighty because you, Mother. encouraging. I, I just take from that really it is a kingdom business that's going on in the homes. We have just chances with these little disciples and we're just thankful for all of you moms of the firehouse that are in the battle and have given up much for those kids and are working hard and just want to let you know as pastors we're praying for you and we appreciate all you're doing and we want to support you here at the firehouse so go have a great Mother's Day and we'll pray together here and be on our way. God, we do thank you for today. We do thank you for each of the moms in our church. God, we thank you that they are truly mighty warriors that have given up much. God, we thank you that they do have such a great opportunity for discipleship, for building character. God, we thank you that they're right in the battle, just trusting you with so much. And we just pray for them today that you give them your grace. God, that you'd, you'd meet them right where they're at. God, help us we be winning with our, each of our kids and just help them and encourage them today. And we pray you bless all of our family gatherings around the city here today. God, help us honor you and honor the moms you've put in our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, thank you for joining us today. We'll jump back into the uh, discipleship series next week.